Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Ah, thank you, Mike and the Molotovs. Off and running on a Friday morning, and I'm getting all the emails. Yes, he'll be in the squares, I'm sure of it. But uh, all this Epstein talk all week long, everybody's waiting for lists and names, and Aaron Rodgers is fighting with Jimmy Kimmel, and everybody's on. Stephen Hawking's name popped up on there, and everybody kind of went, what? (laughs) Yeah, Stephen Hawking was there. His island was uh, wheelchair accessible? Yeah, evidently they had ramps. Uh, Ramps into the teen uh... girls' rooms, and I don't know... He was Again. single for a little bit. No, he wasn't. He overlapped marriages. Oh, that's right. He did. <laughs> that dude. He, he went right into it. Yeah, that's that right. guy didn't have a he moment. He was a blender. He was a pimp. Look, he, didn't, he ain't doing the single life real well. He needs somebody to do laundry. And he had that. He had his wife that started to fall apart somehow. And then he had started to, I don't know how it happened, but he started to have a romantic relationship with his nanny and then married her. And again, if you if you want to have some fun with something, uh, Google search Stephen Hawking's wedding to the to his caretaker, and when she when they do, uh, you may kiss the bride, and then and she starts licking those picket teeth that he <laughs> so that little white picket fence of bottom teeth that sticks out. Damn, go ahead and kiss my wife now, and give her all that she's worth. So evidently, he was on the island, and I don't know what that means. But uh, everybody's having a good time with that one. Because, and, uh, you know, is that a... <laughs> it's not a nice thing to think of Stephen Hawking. I mean, they had some important meetings on that island. Yeah, no, he had like a whole science convention out on the yeah. island. and then, He tried uh, to bring the greatest minds. Yeah, and he did it. Like, if you had Stephen Hawking on the island, it was like... But doesn't that just basically mean... It wasn't. I, mean, everybody, I think everybody thinks the island was a constant just party of sex and whatever. And maybe it was, but there's Stephen Hawking on the island. And everybody's like, they got him down there. And there's no pictures of him, like, giving a speech. He's sitting at dinner. There's drinks. There's people around. And it's, you know, Stephen with the girls and, you know, chatting away with uh, Sarah Ferguson from <laughs> The Princess. And like, okay, this is something ain't right. But yeah, maybe the a, island was good, just fun. It had a good spa there at the island. It was sometimes like a good rub down. How old are you? Come on. It doesn't matter. Like, who's guilty in that one? Like, if you're 16 and you're, you know, on the island and you've been sex trafficked, the one person you don't have to worry about is Stephen Hawking, right? Like, if he rolls into the massage room, you're just giving a massage. And he... Hard or soft. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't matter. If All not, of it will feel exactly the same. Rub my keypad. If not, just slash his tires and run. I mean, what, what's the end <laughs> right, of How hard is it? <laughs> <laughs> no one can hear your cries, bitch. Just lock them up. <laughs> like, yeah, what, what in the, if you are attacked by Stephen Hawking and lose, he sexually assaulted me. It's your fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. Right. I, I, there's, there's victim shaming. He pushed in this me one. up in the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> 
he rolled up against me and I couldn't move. They've got the emergency brake on. You're not going anywhere, horror. <laughs> his keyboard croaked me. <laughs> and then he just kept hitting the M button with his eyes. Mm. Get two popsicle sticks and some bread ties. We're going to do this. Yeah, I don't understand why Stephen, but everybody's like, all the names that are on this list are like, wait a second. Huh? And then you start to wonder, was Stephen Hawking like a sex slave? Like, did they take him down there and abuse him? But he was down there uh, with Epstein. It's 2006 on Little St. James, the island of sin. And, uh, you know, these pictures came out a while ago, but there's Stephen Hawking. Now the names are confirmed on the, you know, the the court documents that are being released. And, and still more to come, too, right? Oh, yeah. I do like that they're slow bleeding it out. but so I guess far, it's so curious good. to see the ones that, uh, you know, what people want to know. So the person that denied ever being there. And, oh, and there's pictures yeah, here. That's what you want. The, what you want is the one is like, I never knew him and whatever. And then, well, here. Like what Prince Andrew tried to pull. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, here, he was at your wedding. Oh, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, no, I well, do know Why him. don't you come over to England and we'll settle this? And then his pathetic excuse when he's standing there with that girl... It was a teenager, and he's got his arm around her, and he goes, that, that may or may not be my arm. The angle on this photograph, like, I don't even know if we're actually standing next to each other. In fact, dude, in the picture, your arm's around her. That may be someone's arm from another room. Yeah, because from behind a wall, maybe that was Stephen Hawking. His, his arm crept around from her waist and put it on her hip. Amazing how the royal family stepped in. It's like, okay, cut her a check. Andrew, yeah, you're, you're done. You're, you're out, and we're all right with that. Dead of the way, Prince Andrew. It's time for a real man to get involved. Not Stephen Hawking. I can't get away. Lay down, bitch. Roll over. If you know what's good for you. She's got little tire tracks on her back. <laughs> he did it. Evidence all over. There's DNA and Goodyear tire marks. The treads match. Yeah. It's you, Hawking. I plead innocence. She raped me. But that would happen. Yeah, you can't. Like, I don't think Stephen Hawking did anything. So it does, again, it starts to make it so the list starts bringing people out and nothing happens. So everybody else is like, oh, I was there with Hawking. But that's a pretty impressive group out there, the Hawking list. And for him to be on that, you know, they loaded him up. They took him down to Lolita and I guess you they know, it landed him and rolled him over. one of those things that, oh, you, you get to go to the island? That means you're... You're somebody in a way back then. Huge. Like you. And also, you're going to get some money from this really exp- like wealthy dude who might help your cause. That was the, again, that's why I would have been there. We all act like we're all so self-righteous. But if a billionaire's like, hey, there's this conference and Stephen Hawking's going to talk. And I know you're interested in, you know, astrophysicism and whatever they call that. I don't he's know. He's lining people up. You know, and, and whether he's not I'm cutting going. a check. He's like, oh, you meet him? I'm you going. meet him? I'm going. If he had, like, you know, baseball players and stuff, and like, yeah, we're doing, like, a little thing with a bunch of old sports stars, and I know you love the Steelers. No, I'm going. There's there's Stephen Hawking in a wheelchair <laughs> skydiving down to... Where did that come from? <laughs> I think Chris Clark said it to us. <laughs> I don't even want you to land the plane. I'm getting out now. You're on a mole. <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing down. I'm going to rape an underage whore. That is going to occur. You can't even say that anymore rape, when you're, rape, when you're jumping report. out of a plane. Geronimo, Geronimo yeah. yeah. Some people lose your job. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Don't be a racist. Geronimo. Oh, he can't do science anymore. Sorry. What are you supposed to say? That's a good point. What are you supposed to say when you leap out of a plane now? 
Cowabunga? Is that I safe? Know, I don't know. someone's yeah, name, isn't it? That sounds tribal. Like, I'm sure there's, you know, Chief Cowabunga over there in Ghana that's not real happy with that. screaming, holy F, because I'm yeah. not jumping out of a plane. I'm not jumping out of a plane. Well, if you can't walk, that dude that did it in that video you just showed is in a wheelchair already. What's the worst that can happen? True. He's already had one bad fall. He's I'm not D.B. Cooper. I'm, no. No, I'm out. <laughs> if I'm that dude, I might not pull the chute. I'm, like, I'm just going <laughs> to throw myself out of this. But yeah, Stephen Hawking on the island uh, leads to some potentially funny thoughts. Although, you know, and that's how we have to deal with that island. We have to we have to know deep down. But there, you know, there's articles from five or six years ago that they were worried Stephen Hawking was being sex trafficked down there, and they were had fetish stuff with Hawking. But if I, I wonder if Hawking was into all that, he could have been a watcher. He was a weird dude, like. People who knew him were like, he's a, he's a, he had a very dark, oh, you'd have to. You're sitting in that thing with ALS and you, they gave you two years to live and you live 54 more. Like every day was like, nah, I don't care anymore. It's fine. I'm going to keep living and have less use of my body. But in the, and again, I always think of our boy Larry and Stephen Hawking had a side piece. <laughs> That's the most amazing part. <laughs> Stephen Hawking had a wife and a second. And there's dudes out there on Bumble going, I just can't make it work. And that's just more and more proof that it's about what you are, not who you are. It's how you wheel yourself around. It um, is. It's it's you wheeling with confidence. It's how nice your wheelchair is. Let's just put it that way. It's yeah. like, how high-end is your wheelchair? Because if you've got a rickety old wicker wheelchair with wooden wheels, you're not, having, you're not, getting, a, you're not getting a lady. You got one of them super souped up ones, a few million bucks in the bank. You're on TV every once in a while. Suddenly, you know, you're the apple of someone's eye. And that lady plopping down in his lap in that wedding dress and kissing those teeth. I watched that documentary about him. I was fascinated. And then that came up. Like, in the end, his personal life was part of it. I'm like, what's going on? That nanny in him. She'd wipe his ass and clean him up. And so, I don't know if it was even an ass, just a hole in his side. And then... uh Change out. Yeah. And then he'd do stuff to her. bag lady. The tongue still works. And then she'd like tilt him back, put the brake on, straddle his shoulders. You don't want to tilt too bad. No, you don't. You got to have a a brace. So she'd tilt him back onto the bed and then lock the wheels. So he's on a 45 and then she'd just straddle the shoulders and he'd daddle, 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 daddle. (laughs) Oh, Steven. That's right, bitch. Take it. The rollover at let me see your black hole. It's just not, it's not a good thing. But yeah, so Hawking's the most fun one that's on there. But I find it fascinating. Did you see the dude? At, uh, you probably have it in the story. The Dunkin' Donuts toilet exploded. This yeah. is this is why I don't go in public restrooms. This is why. I like how they talk to the uh, one of the employees over there. Yeah, it'd been happening for a while. <laughs> it'd been gurgling. It was kind of like a, a volcano. We had a couple of people it already happened yeah. to. They had some seismic activity that they're like, oh, there's something ain't right. But they never called, you know, Precision Plumbing and got Eric Bryan's gang over there to do some work and fix the uh, toilets. But the toilet exploded. Exploded. It didn't just bubble up. It exploded to the point where the man has injuries. Severely injured, Severe according injuries. to him. Yeah. I don't know if it's a well, like, mental trauma. That and too. That, that but counts. he came out of the uh, toilet, out of the bathroom, Ugh. back into the main, you know, where the he counter is, the Duncan. covered in feek and urine yeah. and 
tampies or whatever else is whatever up, else is came up from the Vesuvius. Oh. Uh, it's bad. So yeah, he went in. There. His name is Kerouac, not like the beat poet Jack Kerouac, but it's the same name. And uh, the staff actually told him, which is even worse. When you're covered in blown up Dunkin' Donuts toilet, and you come out and go, "Hey, what gives?" And the staff's like, "Yeah." That's been going on for a while. Like, oh, you sons of bitches. He's only suing for 50 grand. I'd own all the Duncans. I would make sure I had... I would make sure I had the best lawyers in the world and I'd own all the Duncans. If a toilet under me explodes in a public restroom, that's the end of that place. It is now Holmberg Dunkin' Donuts. Sorry for that, sir. You want some chocolate munchkins? (laughs) You get one free dozen now. Go wipe yourself off. I'm not going back in the bathroom. The toilet exploded. I didn't even know that was a thing. But. I'm I'm picturing Ugh. is it one of those high pressure ones? What does that mean? Oh, you when know you when flush you flush it, it real hard. <laughs> I don't know. It's high pressure coming back. I'll tell you that. But again, if you're at Dun- and why are you spending so much time at Dunkin' Donuts that you're actually sitting down? You Maybe know? he's a sit to pee guy. I don't sit, sit to pee guys already have a thing where we're not doing that in public. You stand to pee in someone's at home. I sit to pee. You don't sit to pee. I sit to pee here because it's my own private throne. But maybe they just tired him. He, he was a regular, and that was his spot. That's gross. every morning at yeah. seven. Hey, it's, the old morning show from Castle X used to do true. that and just at Duncan peel the paint off the walls here at <laughs> yeah. the building. Holmberg's morning sickness. I don't understand poop. Seven fifteen. On the reg, man. Your eyes would water walking down the hall. Yeah, and their diets. I don't know what was going into them. Something's dying inside there. Don't go to the dunk. Don't do that to the Duncan. The Duncan and I. I'm Larry David had that when he started his coffee shop that was a no defecation zone. And he started just urinals, and people would come in and go, "Where's the toilet?" It's like next door. You don't do that here. You don't. There's no defecating. You're, you're not in the shop long enough. You shouldn't be spending that much time in a Dunkin' Donuts where you're thinking, you know, I should probably take a here at Dunkin'. Go home for a few minutes. You're sick. Something's wrong. You're, you're physically not well if you can't control your time in a Dunkin' without having a deuce. And I'll get the emails. What about an emergency? That's proof you're sick. Healthy people don't have fecal emergencies. Something's not right with you. Stay home that day. You just had to go. Well, then go home. Clinch up until you can get home. I wasn't anywhere near my house and the emergency happened. Well, sorry. Duncan shouldn't be the one that pays for that. That's why back in the day, they still have it. The gas stations have either a five-pound weight or a mallet. You have to do the walk of shame going to the bathroom. Or the big hubcap back in the day. Because they know... As we man, know what you're going to do. We know what you're going to do if you're willing to carry the wheel. <laughs> Otherwise, a decent man would say, I'm not carrying that wheel. I know what that, I'm going to pee on the side of the gas station when nobody's looking. We're men. The only reason to go get that wheel and the key from a gas station is because you've got something going on. My dad was one of those guys. I think he took dumps everywhere he went. Restaurants. It didn't, it's but just, he was in construction. He had to be used to that. You know, yeah, he had his own trailer and stuff. He was well, back but, in the day. But think about that. Yeah. And he's still like, swinging a hammer. It, it I'm was, sure. It was because but think he, about your dad, uh, Brett, because you had you didn't have any options. Oh yeah, yeah. You You're on to, the road. <laughs> get out of the truck and drop a deuce. <laughs> this guy said, "Did Brady just slyly admit to being a toilet connoisseur? He knows the difference between high pressure. But maybe it's time for Brady to hike rim to rim and relieve Kirby's misery. Yeah, that's true." <laughs> You know too much about toilets. I don't know anything. I just know what uh, 
those Japanese ones are the good ones, and all the rest are kind of the same. But I didn't know about blowing up, so I never heard of that. What are the signs? It'd have to gurgle, right? It would warn you. Toilets just don't spontaneously explode. Yeah. It would have to let you know. Because of that story, I saw the article that said uh, other freak accidents with toilets in the past. Uh, one dude who was on death row uh, went to go poop on one of those tin toilets in his cell and somehow had gotten electrified and slow burned him right there while he took his last deuce. Oh. <laughs> green mild, huh? Yeah, green, it killed him. And then uh, there was a couple, of, you know, a couple others that are like, some guy got killed on it. And then uh, they had one in um, England. They wanted people to stop peeing publicly, so they had this thing that would lift out of the ground. It, like, hit a button, and it was like a phone booth. It would come out of the ground. You could use it. And one guy got in there, and he started to use it, and the thing malfunctioned and sucked him down Went into down? it. down? Yeah. And then, one, of course, the one that everybody knows, the true story that everybody's horrified of is 1947. It was on a pl- – or 87. It was on a plane. And the old lady flushed, and the suction got weird because she was still sitting down, and it gutted her from her – from her holes out. Jesus. Because it vacuum sealed her onto the toilet seat and then threw her bung bung, took out organs. Rosebud. <laughs> yeah, that's. It wasn't a beehive we were familiar. It was a beehive and then the that was a started, habit trail. started tumbling out. But you got to think about like, they always say you got like 107,000 miles of intestines that would never stop pulling. Yeah, 29 feet yeah. or whatever. She got inside out of there. It sucked out several feet of her intestines in her body. And she survived, actually. And, the, you know, they, they landed, and then the medical helicopter took her from the airport to a hospital, and they stuffed it all back in there. <laughs> <laughs> I would never sit on a toilet seat in an airport in an airplane. And not because I know better. I just, that horrifies me. That something could go wrong. Not even that the toilet would go wrong. That's how they find me when the plane goes down because I can't get, like, you know. Your pants are on your ankles and my ankles and I'm sitting there covered in that. I just don't like the, I'll pee in there, but I don't, I don't like stay. I get in and out of the airplane bath quickly. I didn't mind the set jet one. That was actually really nice. I've been in people's houses with worse bathrooms than what was in set jet. (laughs) You popped in there in a nice mirror. Everything looked good. I'm like, I could, if this thing goes down, I'd be happy in this. Like, find me in here. That's not bad. It's still a private jet. You're still doing all right. But, you know, nothing worse than being the dude with his pants down on Spirit Airlines and you're in the middle of a crash. They even have bathrooms on Spirit? <laughs> yeah. I think you just go on the aisle. There. Yeah. They, well, it's at I mean, each seat, there's a bucket. <laughs> youngest one has to throw it out when the flight Bed lands. pans as you walk in. <laughs> All right, folks, get your uh, tray tables and seats up and uh, put a cap on your piss jars. We're about to land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not, but the Dunkin' Donuts, they, they don't deserve that. You don't have, don't poop at the Dunkin'. Everybody's always like, shouldn't we be courteous to each other? And everything? That's where it should start. Don't you I've think? Ben Affleck addressed that in his next right, Dunkin' commercial. Spots. Yeah, just don't dump in the Dunkin'. There's people eating there. And the bathroom is like attached to the dining room. It's like having a kitchen bathroom. You just don't dump at the Dunkin'. They should have, I mean, there's where respect starts and ends to me. If you're willing to take a where people eat and walk out like that's okay, it's gross. It's just gross. But... People are gross, and I guess that's where it comes down to. 
Uh, and then, uh, oh, the guy, the guy emailed back, by the way, the one who's breaking up with his girlfriend this weekend. Uh, and he said, uh, he said, I've taken your advice and I don't think, I think you might be right. I'm not going to break up with her this weekend. Do you have any advice on how I should make it so she leaves me? <laughs> Robert Fisher. Well, that's not her leaving you, though. I mean, well, in no, a way. she is. Yeah, kind of, kind of in a way. No, we don't have any more advice for you. You're in a bad path. You got to stay put. That's what we said. You got to stick this out. She's been diagnosed with a massive disease. You have to, you have to stay put. Stop emailing me. This isn't our problem. Other big news today: uh, Blade Runner's out. So talking about, you could go Blade Runner on her. It's only an eleven-year sentence. Remember Blade Runner? Not the movie. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Story. They come out with another one. Eleven years ago, the uh, Olympian with two fake legs that caused all that stir because he was so fast on those blades that they thought he's got potential to make the Olympics. But is that fair? Because he's got fake legs, and are they helping him like get faster? And it's like, hey, let him run. Uh, but he was like. A hero, South Africa. He was like a hero, and they became a worldwide phenomenon. And then he shot that model girlfriend of his. Again, dude with no legs had a model girlfriend. It's all about what you have, not who you are. There's no don't kids. Don't let anyone fool you that it's about your personality or your sense of humor. It isn't. I've said this for years. Women will say, "I just want a guy who makes me laugh." There's never, ever, ever been a girl, a teenage girl. Who's got posters of Red Fox and Buddy Hackett on her wall? <laughs> it's never happened. Brad Pitt, I don't know that he's that funny, but he sold some pictures. So, uh, yeah, Oscar Pistorius went, thought his uh, thought there was an intruder in the house and just shot blindly through a door into his model girlfriend. And then, you know, it all came out later that he murdered her, but 11 years. You'd think that one would be OJ style, but it was, he got it. He's out. And wasn't, I mean, reduced to uh was it second degree or was it because he he was pumping the rounds through the bath through the walls through the walls thinking that someone Intruder. else was in there and not paying attention to anyone else in the house which is like gun safety 101 yeah like where is everyone all right now i can start firing like she was in the bathroom rattling around in there you can use my dad's old uh deal which would have uh, easiest penetration of defense of all time when my dad would hear a noise in the house john is that you and if i was a bad guy i'd be like yep and then you move on with whatever you're doing but yeah he got up and then there was a bunch of stuff about also because there was tapes of him mad at her and like there was a history that he was kind of a frustrated by her and she might have had you know activities outside of it but again a dude with no legs waddled down the hall Shot through the door thinking that it was an intruder in the bathroom. Not a lot of intruders go into bathrooms and shut the door. but uh, So 11 years. He spent eight and a half years in jail, uh, seven months under home arrest before he got the sentence. And then they said that time served counted. So only 11 years for the Blade Runner. Now what does he do? And it's kind of hard. You can't really like, you can't go incognito as... As Oscar Pistorius. Like if Brett went Robert Fisher and killed some folks, you can disappear. But if you're the dude with two fake legs and like, hey, I've seen you. Like, no, that's a different guy with two fake. No, it isn't. You're Blade Runner. You're the murderer. Like, you're known forever. OJ can never, like, hide. Blade Runner can never hide. I don't know if Toledo's killed in his past. Who cares? Right? Like, he's not a special story. Blade Runner. But if Toledo had two fake legs, that would be the story in... Bozeman, Montana, all oh, this two fake leg guy. It's the one-armed man from The Fugitive. He's pretty easy to spot. 
She brought that dude from Three Forks. <laughs> right, yeah, the dude with two fake legs. Yeah, killed his wife. He's out, you know. And then I'd see that story. And you're like, that's Toledo. Hey, you don't have you're, and all the evidence points right to what does he do now? Do his buddies like uh yeah, you know, you Hey, he did his time. <laughs> right, he served his time. Back off. Do you invite him over to parties? Like if you were friends with if you were on the track team with him? Do you bring Pistorius back home? You gotta feel pretty uh relatively confident that he's not gonna do it again. I'm not worried about him killing again, yeah. but So you could party with him. It's kind of kind of a stigma attached to your friend list. Like we're going to a, a poker party this weekend. Uh, if Blade Runner came in, it would be kind of the talk of the party, I think. So, well, I don't think he's going to kill any of us, but that's an interesting one. And I've got questions. So imagine that some of the tables are just loaded. Blade Runner, there's OJ, Robert Fisher. They should all hang out together. They're the only people that will accept each other. Guys who were out and did well, it. Well, didn't that wasn't that how OJ kind of got in trouble, though? Eventually, hanging out with other murderers. Well, he was hanging out. I thought some of the other guys that were helping him get his well, property back were ex-cons. Well, yeah, they had. Yeah. A, they, they were cons that were. Like, trying I got to some buddies. Get his stuff back. Yeah, it wasn't like OJ didn't have crooked friends to begin with. But yeah, and you know everybody's all upset that he should have been in jail forever. But I mean, we knew that the. He got paroled now, so he's, I don't think he's allowed to travel or whatever, but and it looks like when we had the comedy show back in December and we saw the guy dressed as Elmer Fudd in the front row and I, you asked him how long have you, because I'm like, this dude's trouble. Like he's fresh out of the joint. The way he was dressed looked like he was, you know, Ed Gein. He was escaping the, the murder hut. And you said, how long did you sit? And you put up both hands, all 10 fingers. <gasps> Jackpot. Yeah. So you've been in a room with a murderer before. We all have. But he did 10 years just like Pistorius. Well, you knew the zombie killer, so, I mean. Right. I always say that. I'm Like, everybody's like, that's a weird way to think. But, I mean, if you're in a room, statistically, if you're in a room of more than 100 people, somebody's probably done something. So, when we do you fest, I mean, how many, how many murders do you think are hanging out there? How many there? people usually like seven or 8,000? Yeah. Uh, 6,000. <laughs> 6,000 murderers at our U-Fest. Almost you do the stat list. You got 15 micropenes. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. You start seeing these statistics and nobody ever thinks, well, there's a, on average, one out of every 3,000 men has a micropenis. Well, at every Suns game then, if there's 19,000 people, there's a lot of micropenes in there. Sunburst Morning Sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And if it's not, if you're like, I don't know what that is, you're one of them. I don't believe that. But, you know, like the murders and things like that, there's people who have done committed was horrible it atrocities. When you were in school, the officer who went by oh, yeah. and did the death stat. One in seven of you is going to die. And officer friendly, I was in the front row sitting next to Mike Burkhart. And I think it was Brady Ducky and Mike Burkhart. One, two, three, four, five, six, dead. One, two, three. I'm like, he's pointing. I'm like, oh, geez, am I a six or a seven? I'm in trouble. Yeah, officer you know, scares you to death, was pointing out that one in seven of the people in that room statistically might die, like, within before they were 20. And he was trying to teach us to stay off drugs, and we were, like, 12. The hell did we know? I, didn't, I don't want to do drugs, and but he was pointing out, you know, you're good, 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 dead! And he'd scream at the guy, <laughs> the seventh dude. <laughs> they were dead. 
I think I made it. I don't remember if I, I don't remember now if I was alive or dead. I think it was a six. That kind of went away with life, didn't it? Remember when they line you up and they go one, two, three, four, one, two, and then you yeah. hold up your fingers and you yep. see who the threes were. And that, that's something that needs threes to come back. Threes gather over here. Threes yeah, I'm a three. Oh, cool. Burkhart's a three too. <laughs> then you get stuck on the threes with Fat Mac, and you knew that your team was going to lose whatever the hell we're about to pass do. the body. <laughs> right? Oh no, Fat Mac, and we have to do the trust falls. No thanks. <laughs> Yeah, that was the worst when you were four and you looked around and you had Stephanie, Amber, and Fat Mac. And you're like, oh, God, I'm the most athletic one. We're in trouble. <laughs> Dodgeball. We did uh, to teach us how to do relay track. That's how we learned. Chicks and whoever. One, two, Sounds three, four, one, two, three. And then you were a team, so all the threes gathered. And you look over and you see, like, you know, your buddy Mark and Joe, and like they got a team of four, Brian Watt, and then some black kid. They're going to blaze around this thing. And then you look and see Fat Max, Stephanie, and Amber. Great. Amber can't run. Her feet hurt. All right. Who do we get as a replacement? Well, Machen can do it. She's in a wheelchair. <laughs> we'll give you a head start. Great. How's she going to pass the baton with her She's mouth? in a halo. Yeah. They can run. Don't worry about it. All right. All right. Put her out there. <laughs> Great. We're in last, thanks to Machen and her stupid non-four-wheel-drive wheelchair. But he's out, so look out. If you see a guy with two blades for legs today, don't date him. And do you date him? Like, what's wh- who, what will happen? Will Larry or Blade Runner have a girlfriend first? Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> we give Larry so much crap. <laughs> Larry's got to get himself a special lady. He's too sweet. Blade Runner's one of those bad boys. He's a bad boy. Who, Larry? Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, Blade that's, what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's why Larry Larry needs to be a bad boy. Larry needs to. Larry at least needs to lie and say that he's, uh, you know, I tried to kill a man. And just, ooh, just chicks dig that. Or talk about black holes in a wheelchair, because evidently you can get two at once. That's impressive. Imagine if Larry changed his look and he cowboys up. Comes in with a Stetson every day. Oh, no. <laughs> Bookie Feldstein, I would <laughs> I'd pay for that. Or maybe you just go the hawking route. Get the chair. Tool around? Steven did it. And his wife found out. Like, that's the craziest part. Like, he, he, was, he was sloppy. <laughs> <laughs> they swear, those aren't my underwear. Come on, Steven. Who else would have these? They've got plugs. Those are different underwear. Mine don't have plugs on the front. I caught you red-handed. <laughs> it wasn't me, bitch. He looks shaggy. It was you. Nope. Another guy in a wheelchair stole my identity. <laughs> I saw you. It wasn't me. I don't love her. I love you. <laughs> you are the one. She means nothing to me. She's basically like a tire pump. <laughs> <laughs> she spins my wheels. That's about it. Yeah, the Hawking thing. It make me think about sex with Stephen Hawking too often in this lifetime. Watching his documentary, it boiled down to him humping. Now he's on Epstein Island. I don't need any of this stuff. It's just crazy. But I'm here for the jokes. I'm here to just laugh at society because it's getting weirder and weirder by the minute. Toilets blowing up at Duncan. Don't poop at the Duncan. Can we have that 2024 rule? Can some, of you, can some of you just sit back and go, my resolution for 2024 is to not 
dump in restaurants anymore. I went by Dunkin' this morning. Did you drop a deuce? No. You're a decent human being. Thanks for that. <laughs> it's just not right. You know what we should start? This is actually a pretty good idea. Uh, you know, take all the bathrooms out of Dunkin's, all the poop places. And then, like, you know, have, like, restroom stores. You know, like a... Well, they do at, um, you know, certain malls. Well, no, no, no. I don't even want it near another store. A standalone, It's just like a order. convenience stop. A couple bucks to get in. And then you go in there and you, you drop a deuce, you do your business. It's a public restroom, although it costs. And then we take all, and it's the only place you can go, and that would force people to learn how to sphincter up and go home and poop. They tried to do that with rest areas, but then those got oh, ruined. But right, because they were free. George that was Michael. The, the bigger problem was Anything they were free. free. They were free. Priest this is and a business. George Michael got <laughs> right, involved right. and they had to shut some down. You want to go inside there and, and get blown by a priest? Two dollars. It costs you two bucks to get in. Have added inside special little doors. Two bucks. Two bucks. Five bucks. Let's call Father Dale. <laughs> oh, he'll do it for he'll free. Set it up I'm for just you. saying. He's the Epstein of Phoenix. If you want to do that, no more. You still have to donate. No more fast food restaurants. If you go into my business, which is just toilets, it's just called John's. We'll call it John's. And you go in there for two Big bucks. John's. It's the only place sit down toilets exist anymore. McDonald's only has stand ups. You can only pee in public places. And if you've got to go, on every it would be like Starbucks. They'd be everywhere. And that way, yeah, the the disgusting poop people have a place to go. My old landscaper, Jeff, I wouldn't let him in the house. I'm like, there are places for you, and you, I have to go real bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not letting you in the house to poop. It's not happening. You should have thought of this before. Plan your day better. It's an emergency. Then you're sick, and you shouldn't be at work. Go home. He went in the alley, and he took a dump. Should have thought about it before you got those carne asada fries of Filiberto's <laughs> exactly. on your way over. There's another thing. Monitor your diet when you've got a full day away from toilets. I know that if I'm not going to see a toilet for nine hours because I'm an outdoor worker, and I and I can't rely and I can no longer rely on the Dunkin' or Taco Bell or wherever else is close, uh, I'm not going to suck down the Thai noodles. It's not happening. I'm not going to Chipotle for lunch. I might have. That's the no. thing I think about, like on um, bread. Bind myself. Airlines, <laughs> like a seventeen-hour flight. Don't eat crazy before. Well, yeah, what you've done? Seventeen on a plane, hours, though, haven't you? You have. Yeah, look at him. He's taking dumps on a plane. I can't recall. You would uh, know was, that you not recalling is a tell. Well, Everyone I mean, that, the taken, amount of times that I've flown over the you know pond, if you've like been in, you know if you've whatever. been in a. Uh, air, uh, airplane toilet and dropped a deuce but is that an exception like you said you flew to australia did you hold it the whole of course i did i hold it all the way to australia i don't think i could i pooped once in australia i'm a home pooper i know that but i I struggled to go anywhere i went down to the lobby bathroom about nine days in and said i think today's the day had a nice little thing a few more days later we're on a plane heading home i was fine got to the house and on an ungodly amount of me came out Mind over matter, they say. That's not healthy. Maybe not. But the last thing I wanted to do was share a hotel room with somebody that was comfortable doing it, too. Yeah, the the Johns. Johns. Leave the poor folks at Dunkin' alone. In fact, I hope toilets start exploding more often. It discourages people to do this. I like this idea. Public restrooms are available. You can go to the free ones, but there's a chance you're going to get blown by a priest against your will. My place is monitored. There's... You know, nice little setup, a lobby, you can sit and wait your turn. There's a, we pay people pretty well to go in and clean. 
And it's specifically and only for that. You don't come out and order donuts. <laughs> or go in with donuts. Even worse, there's a few guys who have a box of donuts like, man, I'm going to have my bag of donuts and go in there and do my business. Just be considerate. That's all. If there's a room full of people eating delicious donuts or ordering breakfast. Don't Sitting on it. the throne, throwing yeah. the, the munchkin up in the air trying to catch you with <laughs> You see him roll out from under the stall. Oh, hey, give me that oh, bag. Give me that bag. That's a good one. There's a lot of sugar left on that. It's a cinnamon. Yeah, he's doing the pop in his mouth because, you know, he's got nothing but time on his hands, evidently. And he's got a box. My routine. Of, you can't sit with a box of munchkins and not tap. You're going in. Uh, it's 719. What do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Uh, wake up song time brought to you by Action Ride Shop. Ski and snow season is upon us, and it is now time to head up north. So uh, head on over to Action Ride Shop. They're going to take care of you with, with all the gear you need. And if you're just going to want to try it out for the first time, uh, they got they got rentals, everything you need under the sun. Plus, you got the mountain bikes there. Full line of Pivot, Santa Cruz, Kona, you name it, they got it. It's all at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com and as well as Action Ride Shop. Just go visit the boys over there and go so I, I love you, John, but for someone as American proud as you are, you have some commie ideas. <laughs> Literally, only commie countries have public restrooms you have to pay for. Well, the reason why is because they got tired of people taking <laughs> at Duncan. Not all commie ideas are bad. That's a good one. If you're, you know, look, there's too many people dropping deuces at Duncan, it's less considerate. I'm not saying it's mandatory. I'm just saying, wouldn't it be better if there were just a specific place designed for that? It's not a commie idea. If you think it's communist that you can't take on people while they eat, I'd rather live in a communist nation. Uh, on the list, uh, hate breed. Damage plans explode for Robert Fisher from our conversation earlier. <laughs> uh, plush, they did that cover of Barracuda. Chevelle, Velvet Revolver, Disturbed, Slaughtered to Prevail, Soil, Avenged, Metallica. And uh, it's Manson's 55th birthday today. Really? So. Let's do a little Marilyn then. Let's get right. some Manson in. He's only 55? That's, 55. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. He's been around for a long time. When was his first hits? He had to be 21 or 22 when the first yeah, stuff yeah. came out. Man, oh man, that's impressive. They got deep six. I can pull that up if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Marilyn's only 55. Yeah. I would have guessed closer to 60 at the very least. I would have thought he was over 60. I'm all happy birthday, Marilyn. I'm so, and who isn't surprised? He's 55. Like, nobody thought that would go that long. The, the things he's done to his body that he's oh. still alive. I mean, that dude that was telling my classmates that we were all going to die if we even touch marijuana. I use Marilyn Manson as exhibit A. Uh-uh. When you talk about uh, earlier this morning, you talked about the guy that did the rimmed rim, 92. Yeah. Robert Duvall, 93. He's 93 today. You don't want to see... Uh, you don't want to see that dude hiking the mountain. He's not hiking the mountain. Nope. He's <laughs> the consigliere. is not going to hike nah. the mountain if he is. Pay somebody because they're it. killing him. They're leaving him down in the, the in the ditch. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 